Yes. Just one last question in the chat box. Uh, what is dharma? Oh, what is dharma is okay. Uh, again, in very brief. Otherwise, we have talks on dharma uh, on aruma. But dharma is the you know it comes from the root dra dharan. What holds this existence? So dharma is three connotations. In the deepest sense, what holds this existence? What are, what are all these objects and uh, things moving in space? Is it nothingness? Dharma would say no. There is satyam. What has arranged these objects the way they are arranged? Is it a chance coincidence? Dharma would say no. There is a meaning in each curve and line. It's rhythm. This vastness is held by the foundation is truth. So first understanding of dharma is, it is that imperishable. Truth is not my truth, your truth. I spoke truth and he told lies. Not, I mean all that are good things <laughs> to understand. But truth is the foundation. Means that which cannot be, it is imperishable. It is, it cannot fall. Achyutam, akshitam. It is uh, not subject to degeneration. Akshar Brahman. So that is the foundation of truth. That is dharma. Second, dharma is not just the foundation. It is expressing itself in creation. So the next level of dharma is that in manifestation, it manifests through a law of truth that is called as rhythm. And then it a point comes as this law of truth unfolds and enters into forms and nature. There is the little deviation, little deviation here and there as the mother says, the formatures comes into play and everybody brings a little deviation. So there is a deviation from the original law of truth into adharma. Adharma is nothing but deviation from the law of truth. So what is this law of truth? For example, that this world has been created by sacrifice and oneness is a law of truth. Try deviating from it. What is the deviation from that law of oneness? I will live for myself and myself alone. Egoism is deviation from the law of truth. So what happens when we live by a dharma? Dharma strikes us. How it strikes us? Dharma brings delight, harmony. When we live only for myself, me and myself, after some time the joy is lost. So we want to capture it. So we try to get more and more objects. The joy is lost still further because we are continuing with a dharma. Then a time comes when we are so desperate. We try to conquer people, this, that, build an empire. The joy still eludes us because we have deviated from dharma. One day a time comes that with all our wealth we cannot buy joy. So if one is very fortunate, one says, Shishyasteham sadhima, <laughs> Lord, I give all this that I seem to have to you. And then dharma awakens in us and brings joy, brings harmony, brings peace. So the nature of dharma is that it's there in this world. There is a law of truth according to which we should live. So aligning our inner self to that law of truth, which is the law of oneness, not the law of the separative ego, that is dharma. Then there is the third level at which the dharma expresses itself in outward actions. So if the inner law of truth that there is oneness, so how will I deal with all the creatures? Will I say, will I hit a... Uh, animal because the animal is uh, just an animal no even in the animal there is the divine the law of truth means that i must deal with the animal with love and kindness will i deal with the plants in a very crude way cut do mera ghar bana do no i will try to conserve these plants and i'll know that there is nityo nityanam chetanas chetananam eko bahu nam yuvidita dikaman that there is the same consciousness dwelling in it how will i deal with my material things not throw away okay Pen tootgya, use and throw. We do it. This use and throw thing came from 
wherever I am not going to name. But people started first using and throwing objects, then they started doing the same with human beings. Use and throw. But when we understand that, well, things have a consciousness, even material things, then I'll deal with them consciously. So that becomes dharma. So when we, there is a dead body, we don't say, oh, he is dead body. Uh, doctors will say, all these people who come and do this namaste, uh, you know, just sentimental fools. This is a dead body, take it to the mortuary. We will not do that because we know that even in the dead body, the divine dwells and there was the soul within which is still disengaging with the body. So we say pranam, not to the dead body, but to the indweller within the body. So the entire way of dealing in outer life um, changes and that's how the Chatur one had come out of that dharma, that there is an evolutionary hierarchy, which democratic processes have completely forgotten. There is the man who is completely... Uh, you know, he dwells only in the physical world, cannot see beyond the tip of his nose. And that's the way man's journey begins. Then there is a man who enters into the larger commerce of life, still for selfish purposes. And then there is a man who uh, works for the light, the right, the truth. That's the third level. And finally, there is the seeker after knowledge. So that's how the Chatur Varna and the Dharma of each type became. And then in each one, there is this unique unfolding of truth. It caters for individuality. What is that unique unfolding? To one person it may be, leave everything, put it into the bonfire and go and be a monk and go all over the world. Swami Vivekananda. To another person, the same dharma may say, no, live at the feet of your master forever. Nag Mahashe. To a third person it may say, Arjuna, come fight for me in the world with actual bow and arrow. So in each one, this swadharma will express itself differently. In Buddha, it tells him to the same dharma, you have to discover a greater law and walk away from your kingdom. To another person, to Yudhishthira, the dharma is govern your kingdom with righteousness, with the under the uh, greater umbrella of truth. So that is the swadharma aspect. So this in very brief is about dharma. It comes from the root dhra, dharan. So dharati, Dharana, all of them comes from the same root, dharma. Dharna, in Hindi we have the word dharna. Kisko dhara hai? So that which is dhara, that which holds this creation, that which holds us, that which holds every element of creation, that is dharma. It is not about morality, it's not an artificial virtue and vice. It's not drawing a column around life and saying this is black and white. Dharma is not about that. It's an ever-evolving process. The dharma at one point may change as we evolve. So that is the other part. Black and white, this big problem is there. Also, black and white doesn't take into cognizance the inner state. You may do everything as duty, but where is love? (laughs) Love has passed away. (laughs) So, dharma, that's why it is called as gahano karmani gati. Because what is that inner state? One may be living... In a you know monastery or an ashram, but not by dharma. One may be all the time grumbling, complaining. See, look at that person. He got promoted, and I am still there. So, dharma is about knowing that the divine exists. To put it in a nutshell, and this world is not the creation of a chance accident emerging out of some weird nothingness, but nothingness itself is a dress that the divine has worn. He transcends it. And he has expressed himself through countless names and forms, each of which is a letter in the Veda, which is written in the heart of mankind as well as in 
this vast material universe, the Virat. So when we understand dharma that way, then life becomes easy and simple. Yes, that will bring us to the end of the session. Once again, thank you so much for uh, giving us time. We close for today uh, with the meditative music. Thank you, everyone.